Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I am Jevin Jordan. Trace Armstrong is here. Rob McIntyre is here. It's all happening. We all I can say is it's about fucking time. <laughs> Before we dive into it, we wanted to give a shout out to a couple of our patrons, JC Reynolds and Erica Candice. Thank you for your support. We had a lot of patrons sign up this week after we released some previews. If you're on the fence about becoming a patron, just fucking do it. It's $4 a month. Helps the show out, makes things go easier. Let's get into tonight's action. It wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't bad. Yeah. That's what I'll say. It wasn't bad. Episode. This, it was, I would say it really picked up from elimination on. Thank God for Priscilla. Someone woke up and smelled the fucking roses. I wish she would have talked someone else into doing this much earlier on. Uh, well, I well, love the fact Tori, Tori and Ashley in the like deliberation, just explicitly telling them, and it's yeah. like she was one of the only ones to I pick up. Was, like, what? I thought that was mind blowing, dude. Like, what the fuck is Ashley doing? Or not Ashley, Tori, dude. Well, both like, of them. Like, why would you even just? I, I honestly, for, I can see where Ashley's coming from a little bit, where she just wants to try and like keep everyone in line. But Tori, why would you even bring it up? You know what I mean? Like, why would you like call out that if? If someone picks a veteran veteran pair at that point, everyone's in jeopardy. Like, why? Why even bring They're it just up? Bored, I guess. Like, no I, I really just don't. Yeah, man. Like, it, it it was so weird that they did that. I mean, again, yeah. it seemed like Priscilla was. Con- it's hard to say because because of how they move things around time wise, and like it shouldn't be that hard to pick out, right? Dude, so this is. I have this. Uh, I was thinking about this. So, well, and this is slightly different than what I was thinking about. But if Amber B goes in, right? If she goes that, in that, with Jeremiah, that? that was crazy. Can you, like, can you count? Can you count the number of moves that would be a worse move in the history of the show on one hand? Dario at Rivals no. Three. That's the other one. No, like, I, I, I don't even that like. I think it would have. I think it would have to be the worst. She just puts herself. I mean, like Jordan on free agents. I guess would be and the she's other in one. a good spot and no threat whatsoever. She wants to go in because she and Berna have uh, uh, have creative differences, basically. I finally understand why the cast hates Amber B. I finally get it. Like, I finally get it. Tonight, we saw glimpses of why they're so annoyed with her. I like, think you really did. She was annoying as hell in the club, talking about, I'm here to represent Texas, and I'm a champion. Well, and it's also like, the entitlement, too, that she's just like, I want Amber, I want, uh, I want Burn to go home so bad, I want to go to it myself. Send Priscilla or somebody to do it. Like, it's just, that was, how about that was just. Ridiculous. And the fact that they were calling out, like, we, we don't care about last season stories. Apparently, she talks a lot about last season stories. So, I mean. And- Casey Casey even calls her out uh, after they talk at the club and says that everything that Amber <laughs> B said was all talk, right? It was just her trying to probably just like get her attention. Too. I mean, she looked more exasperated after that conversation than she did with Josh and Fessy after they had the fight yeah. last episode. She's well, I mean, just seeing her alliance turn stupid. Like, that's really <laughs> what happened. Like, with Fessy gone, she's forced to work with Amber I mean, B, she, and it's like, you're sloppy, chick. Was like, she just, stop. like, drinking and just feeling herself, you think? Or, like, was this actually yeah. premeditated? I think that's what it was, and I think the next morning, and we heard people, I think we heard some people say this, and the next morning she was probably like, oh, fuck, what did I say last night? Yeah, you know? very but, like, much so. You know, if, you know if Casey is frustrated with you, like, you're doing <laughs> something wrong. You know what I mean? She's like the most, is she the most stable person in the house? 
Is there any person who you could have as like a camp counselor working with five-year-olds? It'd probably be her because she's working, been working with Josh, Fessy, and Amber for this whole time. She's used to dealing with the nonsense and keeping them on the on a level page. Like it's yeah, she she just she just seemed done too. Like that that was unbelievable when she was saying she was going to put herself in. Is unreal. So I said the phrase earlier. I'm going to say it again. It's about fucking time. You know what we saw tonight? We actually saw an episode of the challenge tonight. We really finally saw it. We we saw a halfway decent mission. Wasn't great. I thought the mission was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed the mission a lot. It was was all right. We we saw a a lively deliberation. We saw some politics. We saw a halfway decent elimination. And we saw a rookie make a smart move for the first time in the whole game. Like, it just was like, hey, I'm watching the challenge again. It's back. Really? I mean, she looks like a Mensa member compared to the rest of these people. She was able to figure this out. We, we need to start doing this. We need to start giving each episode a grade. All right. So one, one through 10, what do you give this episode? It was a like solid a seven, or, seven, seven or eight. I was yeah. thinking seven. We, could, we, score, we can throw in debt. Well, we, well, go, if we go decimals. Rookie scores from both of you. Rookie scores. Like 7.7, 7.8. 7. Yeah, 8. you can give it fucking decimals. All right, if I'm going <laughs> to give a freaking decimal to keep you happy, I would give it... I was leaning that it's closer toward an eight, so I'll go with seven, seven. That's pretty... If you want to put in decimals, why don't you just say one to 100? Let's not get too too fancy here. It doesn't matter. Well, I know, but one to ten. Well, if you want us to have like that gradation, still one to one hundred is the easier, same thing. I feel like it's easier to like for people to like mentally process like one to ten in the decimals as opposed to like one to one hundred. It's the same like, thing. So, what do you give it? I said eight point seven. Eight. I'm not seven point eight. Seven point eight. Excuse me. Seven. I was like, sweet Jesus. Yeah, it wasn't that good, seven. Rob. It wasn't that good yet. Okay, like we're showing progress. <laughs> I think, I, did, I think this is a very good, like, bridge functional episode. It just moves, it keeps yeah. the stuff moving and just more fun stuff later. Yeah. I mean, Pr- Priscilla is like the MVP for the season at this oh point. Oh, like, so mean, far. It has to be. Like, it was, it was like King Arthur, like, pulling the sword out of, like, the stone <laughs> and, like, waving it around in the air. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. the, the MVP of this episode was Huey's ass not allowing him to get up the pole to make this move possible. Dude, how <laughs> Like <laughs> I had not noticed it, but the man has ass implants. Like the man literally has had Botox or ass implants, and it was impeding his progress. That, that that's hilarious. That was hilarious. Like, I mean, it's funny too because usually they'll make stuff up like that, and it seems like it's not like it's not actually what what got in the way. No, he didn't see him like that. Was yeah, no, his ass was keeping him from being able to balance on the top step. Because if you looked at the pole very closely, I can't believe I just used ass and pole in the same sentence, but go with me here. Um, as you went up the pole, the, the footholds disappeared on the top step. There was a wooden block nailed into the top one. So to keep your balance, there was like less room for you to balance. And so because his ass was closer to the pole, he legitimately could not, like stay stable so i noticed that like that little wooden block was the kryptonite for him in this particular i do think this was a pretty well designed elimination where they had them climb up together like that and saw off the uh rope with their hand on the side i thought that was very good yep very good i agree yeah it's it's hard to say just because we only had their huey and amber's competition just seemed like jeremiah and priscilla had a very good mindset of like and a good rhythm going up on yeah, uh, they seemed like they did very well. The mission was very well designed, or the elimination was very very well designed. How close do you think it actually was? Do you think there there was some chance that Huey 
and Verna were able to pull it off? Or do you think that there was more time that it took to saw off the rope than the editors gave it credit for? It's, yeah, it's probably very difficult to saw off the rope. And it's hard to, it's really hard to see how far they got into doing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's possible they were better at it and just weren't able to get there in time. I mean, obviously, I've never climbed a pole attached to somebody and had to do this. But in order to cut a rope quickly on something like that, you either need a the the blade needs to be super sharp or you have to be able to put a lot of tension on the rope. Considering that you've got two people of unequal height trying to balance, there's no way they were getting the like best tension on the rope at all times to do it quickly. So I actually think this was really difficult considering what they had to do up there. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a pretty decent episode. Like, I'll, I'll say that. Um, yeah. I think with the mission, I would have preferred two heats instead of three. Would be the yes, only thing. I mean, you, you read my fucking mind. Like, that, that was my big <laughs> criticism. Like, in my notes, I think, I'm looking at it right now in bold. I wish they could have figured out a way to do this in two heats. Like, it's just probably too much money, right? On the. No, cars. I don't think so. I don't think it's money. I think it's like probably like logistics, but like, figure it out. Like, you can do it. Especially yeah. when it comes to like the overall quality of the show, because guess how much in runtime that took? Oh, it was like twenty four minutes. It was a lot. It's twenty four minutes or so, right? Thirty two. Thirty two. Thirty two is so a thirty two minutes in runtime. All right, so That's I will say this about the elimination, or not the elimination, the daily. It didn't feel that long because I actually was engaged with what was happening because I was able to focus on four teams at a time versus like two. So it felt like they edited it well in that it might have taken up a lot of time, but it didn't feel like it it drug like other ones have. Maybe I just have Stockholm Syndrome from these earlier episodes, <laughs> but this really didn't feel like 32 minutes. So I like I give them props for that. I will give I will rip them where they deserve it. If you're going to do a 32 minute daily, it didn't feel like it was 32 minutes watching it. My only is- thing is that after Berna and Huey didn't win their heat, then it was just like, all right, yeah. this is potato potato. It was a waste of time. It was all the same. Um, there was there was a moment, I think I think it was during the mission where I thought to myself, I was like, man, what I would give for Huey to win this season somehow. <laughs> because like, if like he wins this season, if he was, was able to win the season, like imagine what it would have taken for him to actually be able to do it and how <laughs> entertaining lot. that would be. You know what I mean? I, I think we say that, but I think it would be a meltdown of like just things happening in a, like it'd be like a lot of giants falling in uh, unsatisfying fashion uh, like a lot of dqs and injuries and he's just know, somebody somebody's hat hand hit happened to hit somebody else and then they're off for physical contact and stuff like the only not- way that i think huey was winning this season is if somehow laurel was on it and laurel just put him on her back and carried him to the finish line he's just not capable of it he's just like too mentally unhinged you know, like he's, I don't, he, I don't think he can stay like focused long enough to be able to uh, go from start to finish. So another thing about the mission was what the fuck is CT doing? Like, why would you want to win this? I don't get this at all for him. Like, what's the point? Like, it's like, what, like, like, it just literally makes no sense to me whatsoever. But what's like, the issue in winning it? You just put a bigger target on your back. Everyone's like, man, look at CT. You Dude, know, people, you it's CT, man. People know, know it's CT. To, you, don't, you don't want to make it any worse, though. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to I, I, I don't think it's any bigger people. target on his back. And he seems like I he likes does. Emmy. So he maybe he doesn't want to get taken by Berna again. I mean, if, it's, if I'm CT, I'm looking at who was faster in the previous heats. And Josh and Ash, Ashley were the fastest, I think. 
So I don't necessarily know that I want to put the game in Josh's hands because I or Ashley's hands for that matter. I, I think that if I'm so him, not, if a vet's got to so. win, I would rather it be me than Ashley and Josh at this point. I don't think they're shaking up the apple cart yeah, at all. I don't think I so. I think either. that they are at playing as chalk as it gets. Like Ashley seemed furious when uh, like the status quo was disrupted. She seemed like incensed. Oh, she was like not she, happy with it. She's she, she like, all really it's getting thrown in now immediately. Josh, sorry about your luck, bud, but we're just not having it with her because she foiled our dastardly plan. Like, it's. I mean, but they also <laughs> told her to fucking do it in the deliberation. Like, Tori, like, <laughs> gave her the keys to the kingdom, and then Ashley puts out, like, a warning, like, she's some, a monster. Some, they, is that really what we need? Is like, I know we always complain about people, like, not knowing what they're doing and not knowing what's up. Do we just need more moronic gameplay to actually, like, have no, things happen? we need people... Because the, no, the two biggest things for this episode are Tori slash Ashley tipping off that Priscilla can just take a vet-vet team and then they're playing no, no, no. foiled. Here's no, the she, idea. She, she, she was going to do that regardless. Like, the biggest thing from this episode was Priscilla making the right fucking move. And like taking someone who's better, better in pair. That's the biggest move. And that's the smart yeah. move. And we haven't had anyone that was able to wake up and smell the fucking roses. The thing is, too, it seemed like she was it. almost like, it's, you know, they only show us a certain amount, but it seemed like she was the only person who caught on to it, too, even still. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, honestly, like, I feel like it's the, uh, like, end of some war movie right now. And like, the soldiers are marching down the streets and people are like throwing flowers on them. This is like, Priscilla's <laughs> walking down the street and like, I'm like, Reaching into the basket, like throwing it out, like thank fucking god this is over. Um, I mean, it felt it really felt like with this veterans alliance, it was like winter is coming from Game of Thrones. We just keep hearing about this coming winter is sometime in the future that took forever to actually, you know, come about. Yeah. Well, it's definitely here now, and that trailer showed that shit's about to go down. So I'm in. Like, I at this point, they finally hooked me that we might have a good season on our hands because we still have one episode over halfway. So one more episode, we're halfway. If the second half of this season is blow away good, then they can successfully put a feather in their cap that, yeah, the first half was a little rough, but it led to some fireworks. So, I mean, at this point, I mean, how do these alliances start actually going after each other? Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, So... Yeah, what do we think happens next week? Right? Like, we saw some tension with Corey. Um, it so, seemed so, like someone was, Corey. Accusing, someone was accusing him of working with Jeremiah in the mission. Um, yeah, well, we'll see where it goes. I, I still stand by that. I just, I, I think CT, I think he's just too out there. Like, I, I can't see somebody with his target level not being having the guns turn on him pretty early. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like, it really doesn't... Like, we haven't got... We, the issue is, though, that, like, we haven't gotten any hint whatsoever of who's in jeopardy from the veteran side. And I really wish from, like, a storytelling and, like, a narrative perspective, an editing perspective, they would just have started to plant the seeds a little bit. Like, give us some idea of what's going on within, like, like that veteran faction of who who's really in a good spot, who's on the fringes. Like... Start, start to like lead us into that because that that's really what matters because we know that none of these rookies have a fucking chance like they, they have gone home you know what i mean like there's no reason to like try and build them up you know what i mean they they're completely inconsequential when it comes to the end of the game well it's possible there just wasn't that much scheming going on to this point come on rob 
Like, do you actually believe that? You don't think there's, you don't think they're talking about who's like at the low man of the totem pole for the veterans? I think there's a couple people who probably are, but I don't think it's that extensive. They all are, Rob. Like these, these people are professional schemers. Like this is what I, 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 I with that notion. The, like the, the, we have seen many decisions in the past, or we just believe that their scheming capabilities are not always like hundred percent. I'm sure Devin's like talking to people, Amanda and Ashley are probably talking to people, but I think. I don't know. I, I I think perhaps it hasn't been like I, I think if people would avoid doing that because once they hear some scheming going on, then they're worried about getting having the apple cart get upset early and then them being on the bottom of it. I think they're still having like individual conversations. Like I think every single person in the back of their mind is like, "All right, if a veteran has to go in, this is who I want to go in." Like I think that's like oh, everyone's sure. mindset. For sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting. To see, it'll be interesting to see too if these vet vet pairs still have kind of a leg up on the vet rookie ones. Like, are Amanda and Khan a little bit better of a position just because they have two vets and not one inconsequential rookie? I don't think it matters. Like, I think at this point, now that the vet truce is officially over, you just got to start playing your game to the best of your ability to win. Like, the best way to win is to now get rid of big threats. So. If I'm Devin, you're damn right I'm thinking about throwing in Nelson and Corey. Are Nelson and Corey your biggest worry right now? I mean, CT's your biggest worry, but you have to be very strategic he's, on it. He's supposed you have to be to working have... with CT, though. Like, that's what he's supposed heard. to be working with Devin and Josh. I mean, with Nelson and Josh, too. I don't know if you know that he's working with Nelson. Why do we think he's working with CT so much? Because we've heard that in other podcasts, that Kyle CT well, we've heard is working with him. We know he's friends with Nelson outside the show and has talked about working with him too. I don't know if we've heard it all. Like I don't, I don't know if I've heard anywhere that he's working with Nelson. I I would be very surprised if it come, push comes to show if he's not favoring Nelson over CT. I, he just has always seemed self-aware in that he knows, like if he knows if he goes to the end with CT, he's had a much worse chance of winning. Yeah, but there's a way for him to like get there though. Like, I, mean, I, think, I think CT is just going in until he has a J situation and he loses. I don't I think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's... So you think at some point it's going to get to be where, like, CT's repeatedly thrown in until he goes home? I mean, maybe not repeatedly, but he'll definitely be in the bottom of the totem pole quickly. Okay, because that's different when the, than what you were saying. Like, but, I don't think, I wanna, like, but you I don't think, think it's going to turn to whoever wins just gets put back in? Like, somebody's on the bottom of the totem pole and that's it? Uh, I don't know. I would need to think about it. I don't think that that's going to happen to CT, though, because CT's going to be strong enough to actually have the possibility that he wins a daily, right? And oh, that's sure. really, to do that. And that's, and, and that's really kind of, that's really like what we've historically seen happen on the show, right? The people that are strong and have the potential to win dailies, those are the ones that align together and form a strong coalition at the top. Like throughout but, the history of the show, that's how we've seen it work. But that, that's for, that's a while ago. And we haven't seen many how, like in a house vote season like this without skulls, I just think as a house, you get together and like if you if you can pick one person to go and the worst person or the best person, and you're just voting as a group, like you're not going to be individually responsible for it, then just keep putting the best ones in. I don't think it's going to happen, Rob. Because that's like, not going to happen. Like, this is this, everyone is ruled by fear. Like we've been over this before. Like it's been a while, but we've been over this. Everyone is ruled by fear, and everyone like won't vote for CT because they don't want to be the ones that fucking go in against him. You know what yep. I mean? Like no one wants to do that. So, like, unless they, like, know that, like, someone else is going to be the one that is, like, in line to go, go against him, I, I can't see it. 
Well, so the thing is, usually you have a decent idea if you're safe or not from the sure. person who's going to the mission. Because, like, if Nelson knows if Corey wins, then he's going to be okay. He doesn't have to worry about CT coming back for him. Same thing with, like, if Ashley wins, Amanda knows she's fine. Like, you, know, you, you have certain people who you know you're fine. You also, people don't hide their targets that much on the challenge. Usually it's pretty open who they dislike in the house. So unless if you're that one or those one or two people, like, I don't see why you wouldn't be, like, I think everybody else would just assume that they'll be okay and then joining in the bigger threats. So let's look down the line right now. Like, who do we, who do we think is going in next week? Do we have any ideas? Do we have any guesses? Um, so I mean, if I had yeah. to guess, if I had to guess, there's going to be a rookie male in there. Like, it's happening. So you're going to have a rookie male and a vet male. I, I think Jeremiah... Or um, is there any other rookie males left? You're saying rookie male and rookie female as like the two picked? Yeah. Like there's going okay. to, well, yeah. I think there's going to be a rookie male for sure picked by the winner unless they make a power move. Yeah, I can see that. Um, unless they really start to go guns blazing, which, I mean, this is the time to like pull some of these rookies to the side and be like, Let's fucking go. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, let, let's make something happen. Like, if you think you're at the bottom of the rookie, or excuse me, of the veteran alliance, like, why don't you do that? Yep. Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I, mean, well, I don't know if it'll be CT yet. I'm trying to look at this list, though, and see who else it would be. At the same time, though, it might be too soon for that, right? It's still only episode nine. We have what, 10 more episodes after that? Um, well, who do we think, like, somebody has to go of the vets. Somebody has to be voted in. I, who's Big T's partner? She's with Nelson. Who's Amber B's partner now? She's with Devin. Like, I think they're both fine. That's the thing that's funny with how this worked out, because they would were the two that seemed more on the outs, and now they're both with people that are connected enough. I'd be surprised if they voted in. So, I mean, yeah, let's go down the list. So, Nelson's going to be fine. Kyle's going to be fine. Josh is going to be fine. Uh, Devin's fine. I mean, it re- that, like, they put it out there. It really might be Corey. Um, because Cor- who's Corey's partner? Bettina? Bettina. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't, seem like, it doesn't seem like too many people are going to get hurt here. I know this would no, take a shot at your... Her. It's all about him if he just has enough to stick around. I mean, here's the big question with Corey. Aside from Nelson, who's he really working with? Like, we haven't seen shit from him in terms of what yeah, he's like really he's working with. Yeah, like, he's been friends with, like, Ashley and Tori in the past, but we haven't seen that much that they'd be that locked in right now. I mean, I think we can kind of say the same thing for Nelson, too, right? That, like, we assume that he's working with all of these people, but, like, the amount that we've actually seen on screen that, like, they're working together, like, what have we seen? Yeah, but like like you said, we haven't seen that much of certain factions of the vets working with other factions of the vets that much. Like we haven't seen Amanda and Ashley scheme together that much so far. Are we saying they're not working well, we've together? Seen it. We've seen some, we've seen some of it though. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if we. Well, Amanda I'm and Ashley like, win. Uh, at the very start of the season, the very start of the season when they were like outside okay, of the sure. like house. That's what I mean, though. Like we haven't seen fucking jack shit from uh, Nelson. Well, it's like they're actually like real friends outside of the show, though. It like that's it's still what they're telling you is like part of their their story. Like we haven't seen it, you know. Like we've, I, we've know, seen, I know. Um, I don't know. So I think that could be it. Like I think that's a real easy like group for people to throw in um, and rally behind. 
And I feel like we probably, I, th- I think we maybe even said that before. I think Ashley and Ed might be a bigger risk of going in than Corey and Bettina. I think Ashley should be like happy for that partnership too. Like, I mean, there's definitely worse partners that she could have gotten. Like, that's a. Well, I mean, they'll player. be good, but he's she's not giving him any political leverage. Yeah, but like, how much? Yeah, but it's it's interesting that we say that though because I don't think we thought that Tori was in a worse position than Ashley, than the same position as Ashley before they changed the partners. You know. I mean, I think in terms of just social standing, I would have thought she was better with Josh than. Now, like totally. she would have, no, she would have been a better spell with Josh yeah. than Tori would have been with Ed. Yeah, I, I think I think she'd be in more trouble than Corey. I still think CT might be the pick just because he's got Emmy, and like I don't see. I know we've heard about him, Devin, and Kyle working. That's only three people, and then I don't. I just can't. Like if you're Nelson and Corey, like Corey just lost a final to him. What's Nelson the, and Corey both lost a final to him earlier. Have we ever seen? Uh, Corey and Nelson like pull off a really like savvy political move like that where they like. Uh, well, so we had. I mean, where, last where, season where they Cam was definitely they the ring. Any, any foresight whatsoever. Well, uh, so I, last season Cam was definitely the ring winner, but they were very much in with her on voting in West and CT and Ashley and early. I mean, I think that's all Cam. I mean, I'm, it's very much majority Cam. Like, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Uh, I mean, Nelson pulled one over on Corey on Invasion when he got him and Shane to both pull the same way, and then he won the Bloodbath elimination. All right. What did we think of the nomination? Um, that's definitely when the episode started to pick up, at least for me. I mean, quite frankly, I thought it was one of it was easily the best one of the season. Like, no question, right? Um, I mean, we had that. Just Hugh and Ashley freaking out at each other because Huey voted for himself. Uh, I thought was that, that that was another highlight for me. Oh, and Kells when Kells was dunking on Josh in the beginning of this season. I mean, that, that that would definitely be number one for me, just to see somebody's political shenanigans get thrown back in their face like that. Okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, but it definitely was interesting to sort of see where the house kind of fell on the Berna versus Amber debate. It seemed like more people were actually siding with Berna instead of Amber, which was you know. Interesting, considering she was the bet in the uh, discussion. Yeah, I, I mean, we kind of hinted at it earlier, but it's like I kind of understand why people don't like Amber in the house. Like, I don't know what the heck she was thinking. I know she was probably drinking and spouting off at the club, but I, I cannot fathom why in a non-skull season you would want to go in elimination. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Like, obviously not thinking is the correct answer, but – and then she gets in the deliberation and she was really annoying. So like, I'm starting to get it. I'm, I'm really starting to track with this cast. I mean, I think something that was promising for me tonight is that at least Bettina and Priscilla showed moments that they were like somewhat competent. Right. So when yeah. Amber B goes to, cons- uh, to speak with Bettina and talked about how she may want to go in um, the next day, Bettina was like, you know what? I think that's really great of you. Thing for you to do. It's like how much it, how much she admires Amber B for wanting to do that. Um, <laughs> the ability to like understand when you're in a position where somebody can like take your spot in elimination and really pump them up to do that, I think is a really underrated challenge still. Yeah. Like to really like I, there's one that always sticks out to me on War of the Worlds one. Um Georgia and West like make a like Basically, just what sort of look. If you don't throw, if I don't throw you in this week, don't throw me in next week. And they say it's fine. And Devon goes up to Georgia and is like, Wes is like Rumpelstiltskin. If you make a deal with him, he will like 
you know, take their baby or whatever. <laughs> and then Georgia goes back and is like, Wes deals off, yada, yada. And then she gets put in instead of Devon. Yep. So I, I always think that's like something people really need to like be good at when they're going on the show. Yeah. Earlier when my connection was really bad compared to where we are now, uh, one of the things I wanted to say is like, you know what they really need on a season like this where you've got all these rookies? You just need to have Wes set up with like a satellite feed and let him like watch. <laughs> Born a friend. Yeah, and basically allow these rookies to like do the Island of the Idols thing. Like you're going to go get advice from Wes on the on the Skype or something. That, that wouldn't be a bad move for them to do. The thing is, when a show like Survivor does it, it's like, all right, they're going to go see Cochran, who's like on two seasons, like whatever. But for the challenge, I mean, you could go Wes, Johnny, like Charles, yeah, like when these people have had like actual like seasons upon seasons of knowledge. To no, get I mean, when they did it with Survivor, it was Boston Rob. He's been on what five seasons? Wasn't there one where caught where somebody won a mission? They got to go see Cochran on a boat. Yeah, yeah, and but that was, like, was really that was one mission. Well, I'm just saying, like, is this uh, like? I think and, I don't know. I think that's a good idea. I think if they did it, actually, with, that is a pretty good idea. If they did it with Johnny and Wes, I think that, like, especially in a season like this where with it's all rookies, right? And like. Somehow, yeah. like, maybe they could even set it up so that the rook, it, it's, like, guaranteed that the rookies get advice. They're able to, like, go and speak with them, whatever. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could do it with them. I also think it would be an interesting way to work in a veteran in an easy way into the show. Like, you can just have Coral, like, Skype in and talk with them. Because it's a Skype call. You can just pay their throwers. No, not what she's asking for for a whole season, just some part of the budget to do that. Yeah. That's a very good idea, Trace. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because it allows you to bring back older cast members. They're able to be a part of the show without going on location. And all you need to do is email them a few clips from the last few days. Like, they have the raw footage. It's all digitized. So just say, here's 30 minutes of footage. Watch it and talk to this rookie. Okay, here's five grand. Done. Like, like, if you just even saw in the previews for next week that somehow Coral and Timmy were involved, like, how how, how pumped would you be for next week's episode? DEFCON 5. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, completely. And that's why I'm like, they will never do it because it's too good of an idea. <laughs> I, I think they might buy into something like that, Trace. Like, I, I can see, especially because Wes is saying now he's not going to be able to come back into a season, even though he, he seems like he's in great shape. Right? He really does. It's I know that he's got a lot of exciting opportunities outside of the challenge that are probably paying him more money long term, which is why he's not doing the show. But like, he looks like he's in the best shape of his life right We just now. need Johnny to keep flaunting his, like, seven rings in front of his face and so Wes can, like, you know, get that hunger to come back and get one. He's well, only now, one of those guys who hasn't come back and gotten one now. Yeah, well, now that Johnny's single, you know, you never know. I think he yeah. might be back sooner than we think. I mean, maybe so. He's still got a bunch of other stuff going on, though. Yeah. Yeah. But either I way... Think- yeah, I th- so something else, inter- something else interesting going on earlier. Do you think this like Emmanuel Tory thing is going to turn into something? Because they've yeah. really been pumping this up. Otherwise, they wouldn't show it to us. It's definitely going to turn into something. Well, do you think by turning into something, is it just going to be them hooking up, or is it going to actually be like a housewide thing? What do you mean housewide? Oh, they're hooking up. That's all this is. I mean, well, like is Tory like going to protect Emmanuel now, and then they're no, like having absolutely these, not. Like, I mean, Emmanuel, it's so funny, based on, like, his haircut and everything in the last haircut (laughs) we saw Jordan. He's like, when mom tells you you have Jordan at home, that's Emmanuel. (laughs) I was like, he's Kmart Jordan. That's who he is. (laughs) I do like he's leaning into the vampire thing, too. He's got the necklace game going on. I I think he's been good. He had a great quote, too, in the episode. Like, if you pick Casey, um, I'll, like, drink your blood or something like that. (laughs) Like, he, he was like, I know you like your blood, and if you... 
take my partner, I'm going to drink it or something is what he said. I can't remember. I mean, the the best quote of the episode was definitely when Amanda asked if Kyle had some brains behind that Botox before they started the puzzle. <laughs> that was pretty good. That, that, that had to be cracking up. Dude, I thought oh. there was that really good moment too when they were doing the puzzle. Um, and Corey talked about how, like, how funny was that? But Corey talked about how he was just going to let Bettina, like, take care of it. Yeah. Um, and Bettina said she heard a rumor that Corey wasn't very good at puzzles, <laughs> which is like the understatement of the century. And I love how, like, Bettina, like, threw it together real quick and was like, check! And TJ was like, not even close. Hey, you know what, though? That was a smart move on her part, though. If Corey's that bad at puzzles, you're better off just throwing shit on there and seeing if you get lucky. I mean, it really is. I always wonder, like, who's checking the puzzle? It's not just TJ, Uh, right? No, there's another producer. There's got to be a PA there. Yeah. You know, I, I think that – I know that we don't want to try to mix Survivor and the challenge too much here, but, like, after seeing that long shot of how many people are on location shooting Survivor, you would imagine there's, like, 10 or 20 other people there between cameramen, well, imagine, producers, like – Well, imagine how many people it takes to get that yacht they had for the mission. Yeah, true. Or how many people like, like to rig it? Like, you've got riggers, you've got production people, you've got audio people, you've got cameramen, like – there's a lot of people that you can't see on screen. So like there's TJ's just get it. He's just looking at a, at like a judge and waiting for a nod or a shake of the head. There's no way. He's what was like, I didn't, what was the point of the yacht in the mission? It kept confusing me that it was there. Pretty much nothing. Like <laughs> it was just there, right? They didn't even go yeah. on it. There's literally no point of the yacht. Um, maybe, that's, cost? maybe that's where TJ's staying for the length of the show. Rob, you can probably get that for way cheaper than you think. It's like Croatia. They it for like a uh, like if they didn't do it for, for anything, because they paid more than five dollars for it, I'd say it's a waste of money, dude. Like they didn't even need, uh, they didn't even need to go on the yacht at any point in time. No, it was just there. Did it, like, I... <laughs> it was literally there, so that they had to climb up. That's it. So you brought up Survivor. I got a message from my friend who, uh, like, got into the challenge as of. War of the Worlds 2 and has been like super into the show. And this week he texts me and says that he's watching Survivor when the challenge is on instead of the challenge. Mm-hmm. How many people do we think this is happening to? Well, you know what's really interesting? And he, has, is he, it... he hasn't watched Survivor, he said, in years. So I'm, and this is like uh, when we were roommates together, he didn't even watch Survivor. So like he probably mm-hmm. hasn't seen Survivor in like, like, 18 years or something. I mean, it's going to be enough, right? Yeah. Well, that was what was interesting to me. If you went on the challenge subreddit today, they put up the same poll. Were you watching Survivor or Challenge? And 35% of the audience said Survivor. So they're losing, of the hardcore fans on the subreddit, 35% to Survivor. If, if you're on if you're on the subreddit, you're hardcore. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's like 50,000 people, I think. 80, maybe 000. more now. There's 80,000. So granted, we're talking a sample size of, I think there was 1,200 responses last I checked. You'd probably have to check me on, it's probably higher than it was when I saw it at five o'clock this afternoon, but like 35%, man, that's a lot of people choosing to skip out on the challenge to watch Survivor that are hardcore. It's just an own goal. And your hope is that this kicks them enough where like they realize they need to move around a couple things, particularly the time slot in the future. I hope so. Um, yeah, it says 82,000 people are currently part of the subreddit. Here, I'll uh, see if I can find it. You chat amongst yourselves. Do we think, do we think that, like, we've seen Priscilla now. She clearly has, a, like, a presence about her where she seems to know what was going on. Part of this episode, 
Like, she would get an okay amount of confessionals, but she never had any storyline whatsoever. Do we just do we think she was like doing stuff and they just weren't showing it, or what, what do we think happened? I mean, she kind of seemed she seemed a little too sharp for like nothing to be going on there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like she seemed like, like when I did my background on her, she seemed very like I was very impressed by her from athletic capabilities and like just educational background. She seemed very intelligent. All right, yeah. I have the poll survey right here. Out of two thousand eighty-one votes, one point three k. Our 1.33K chose the challenge and 744 chose Survivor that they would be watching live. So probably 30%. It's about 35-ish percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what were the ratings like last week? They were like... They were better. They they weren't good, but they weren't as bad as they had been. Yeah. Um, We'll see where it goes. I mean, we thought it was going to be way worse and instead it upticked from the previous week a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so. I thought it was going to be, like, a complete bloodbath. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's good. Uh, what were we talking about, Rob? You, you brought Priscilla. up... Yeah. Because like, we, we know she was doing stuff, because apparently she hooked up with, like, I don't know I don't know how many people in the bathroom of the house from what Amanda was talking about. <laughs> so clearly she was up to stuff. Bettina? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then Priscilla, like you said, like, it seemed like she had... A, Enough presence where she would like to know what was going on enough, right? I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I mean, it like wouldn't it have been much more compelling if Priscilla has been taking this approach the whole time, trying to like go to other the other people in the rookie alliance and telling them we have to go for a veteran veteran pair, and then Mm -hmm. that not happening? I think that would have been like much more entertaining, and then Priscilla yeah. getting to the point where she goes into elimination herself. She's good, I'll just do it myself, and then, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. How, how much better would that have been? It, it, would have, it, would, it would have seemed to be an improvement. Um, like, it, maybe it's just that we're more focused on the strategic happenings than other people are, and they would prefer to hear about, you know, them pumping up Emmy's new single before it comes out. But Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> like, if... I Did you have I, to bring that up? Dude, I don't, I don't believe that there's people that are into that, like, over over what we just described. I, I don't think there really are. I, I think you're speaking for a very myopic uh, you No, project. I don't think so, dude. Like, it's just Who not... The producers of the show are more in favor of that. I mean, quite honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think there are more people into that than we think there are because a lot of the demographic of the show is the teenager to 24 market and that yeah that generation is very much into tiktok and spotify yeah, that, that is my age bracket right? i know so you're, you're, you're shots at me here i i well you're not you're part of that generation but you don't talk like someone from that that the, the yeah, yeah, that's why i'm only when i'm talking to you trace who knows what i'm doing when i'm not on these shows <laughs> yeah it's okay fair enough but uh you no, don't present I, yourself as your average zoomer i'll put it that way <laughs> I'm not eating Tide Pods while we're on the show. No, <laughs> dude, how ridiculous was it at uh, the nomination when Jeremiah talks about how it's his time to go in and he wants to go in and prove himself, and then they just flash towards CT and he's like, "Thank God." <laughs> Makes it CT's life why easier. Are they, like, so, uh, why are they so, she's so scared? Like one of these rookies is going to come back with a vengeance after CT. Wait, so I just think CT. Well, it's just, just people are like with him. He seems in particular to like talk about that. 
I just don't, maybe I'm just misremembering stuff, but I don't remember many examples of somebody having no beef with somebody. They're getting put in directly by them, and then them winning a mission later, and then putting them in. Like it's just there's a lot of moving parts for that to happen. I mean, we could probably we, we could probably count on one hand the amount of times that that's happened. And that, that's, that's not only that's assuming that whoever CT puts in not only wins and then goes back in, they have to win. Their partner has to get by, and then they put CT in. I guess yeah. there's a lot of stuff to happen. It's a lot of stuff to happen. I think the biggest one you can imagine <laughs> is Wes holding a grudge against Darrell for multiple seasons and getting him back on Fresh Meat too. Yeah, that, that that's close. Again, it's not within the same season for one, and it's also like Wes is getting put in by the whole Yeah, house. but Darrell was one of the people that was very adamant that we throw Wes in every time on uh, yeah. Fresh Meat 1. So Wes finally got his revenge on Fresh Meat 2. So. Yeah, that's about as close as it comes. That's I, I would be the best version. Like, I, I just... I just yeah. think CT's game is like, I just don't want to say anybody's name, period, if I don't have oh, to. Like, it goes back to Dex. Why, why, why did he win? I don't get it, dude. Like, it makes no sense to me at all. He must have, He really just must have been worried that Burnham was going to win and then take him again, right? Or yeah, he, probably. That's probably what I would have think it would have been. But like, how? wait, when did he compete? Was he the second? He was in the final he third. So at that point, he knows that Burnham's not going to win because they wouldn't have win the elimination and then take him back as a partner. Oh, uh, it's not worth it. Like for me, it's not worth it though to like go through all that because like how much how much better is Emmy than Berna as a partner? You know, like he, he really seemed to not want Berna as a partner. She must have just been up to stuff that his group was not in favor of. And Emmy well, seems very was exactly what it was. the vets want to do. So do you think I mean, that's, that's a, a good move though? Do you think it's so? Like I like I know that you're just like thinking through like the thought process of like what you may have been thinking. Do you think it's worth him to do that? I mean, it's hard to say because I don't know how bad Burn's standing was and how good Emmy's was. Like, I mean, did she? I mean, Amber was willing to put herself in to take Burn out. But think about like, think about all that has to happen. So, like, Burn then has to win the elimination. Like, if like, well, you know, she's going in with Huey. You know, like, what Hmm. what are her real odds to like be able to win this? I mean, thirty percent. And then, like, you really think that he's that she's going to take. I think she would. You, you, you think she gonna, wants to stick it to Emmy when she wins the elimination? As opposed to Nelson? Yeah, for sure. I think she would have taken CT just to stick it to Emmy. It just doesn't, for, for me, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it at all. I, I can see both sides of it. Uh, it's just, I, I, he, he really seems to like, because remember, he, he was really in faith, like, he was really happy to get picked by Big T at the beginning of last season. And it did seem like that worked for him for the most part to kind of just skate by things and stay more outside of the scope of what was going on. So he pro- he likes having the partner who is just kind of more happy-go-lucky and willing to go along with things. is isn't causing mischief. Mm-hmm. If he wins this season, will you be of the belief that no one on the show knows what they're doing? I mean, how does he win? What do you... Like, I mean, who, who, who can beat him in elimination right now? No, how does he win is in terms of, like... If, if CT's able to just waltz to the final again, yeah, I'd be very curious about what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Cici goes. Cici goes rest this season, and unless if he goes on some mission run, is not a um, is never like put into elimination. Then yeah. So the yeah. thing is though that even if he goes on a, a mission run, that's still their fault. They just had the whole, they had nine episodes to get rid of him. No, I can see why they they held off their guns. Like the, the odds are very slim on him actually doing that. On him doing what? A mission run like that, just winning all the rest of these missions. I know that's what I mean, though. Still, so they now is their chance. You know, they still have a chance now. And yeah. if they don't do it, like what are they doing? They, they, that's what I, I can't wrap my head around them not just putting a making. I know that's what I'm saying, though. I think they should, but I don't think they will. 
You know, I don't like, think they will either. Why? Because they're morons. No. <laughs> but they were able to keep this veteran's alliance together at least. Because Nelson is the mastermind, that's why. Nelson, I, don't know. I, I think Nelson has a lot more going on than you people give him credit for. I don't. Like, I, I, well, we have to wait till it gets down to the needy greedy first. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 when Nelson emerges the champion, then, then what, we'll, what we'll round did he? What round did he say that? Uh, I was uh, near the end of the season at some. We got to figure out. Yeah, what it was it was reckoning because it was when Shane started dying laughing and Nelson didn't get why. Yeah, he was. Uh, we got to figure out what round it is, and like every season, it can be needy greedy. Needy, the needy greedy episode. <laughs> it's a pretty good episode. Pretty <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, no, I, 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 here's the thing. Your best chance to get rid of CT was to match him up with Fessy. So you have to get, you have to blindside. He was in Illumination this week. How do you think he does? CT? Yeah. Versus Jared. I, in this specific one, I, I, I think yeah. it's pretty close. Like, I think it probably would. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's a bigger dude. It's probably, it, I, I like having a big size difference between you and your partner for this one is probably a big problem. Like I think Priscilla seems very tall, and I mean Jeremiah does too. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I think there was a, I think there was a bigger difference in height between uh, Jeremiah and Priscilla than there was between. I think bigger difference in size though. In height, which is all no, the, I know. In size, I'm saying overall. Why does size really matter? Except for the fact that if you're like a bigger person, <laughs> it's going to be more difficult for you to go up. Yeah, yeah, and then I'd say he's right. also got a, a particular size in a particular area. Got I think, in the way. I think I think that I would have I would have bet on Priscilla and Jeremiah to beat CT. And if he's with Emmy, let's just say. Emmy. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I, I think Priscilla and Jeremiah. That's a tough pair to go in. Seems like you're going to be tough out. out. Yeah, like, that's that's a, like a tough elimination group. I agree. Like, I, I, Jeremiah hasn't done a ton so far, but he's at least big. Like, I mean, he's tall, yeah. big, athletic, and then Priscilla seems like she's got the brains and had a good athletic background. So they they well, could definitely be a tough guy. Here's the thing, and maybe this is also – we should enter into our thought processes. Granted, CT is in much better shape since the last time he was around. When is the last time he's won, like, a physical elimination? You have to go all the way back to Rivals 1. Every other time he's been in a physical uh, invasion, invasion. Okay, invasion. Yeah, when he beat yeah. Darrell and the rope thing, the the. You guys count that as physical? I, 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 I mean, you have to go around the thing. It's very physical, even if there's a mental. But aspect there's a too. huge mental aspect to it yeah. where he tied such a crazy knot. Darrell couldn't undo, and that was how he won it. I, I, yeah, I, it I, I'm, I'm more on Trace's side, where I. I I don't even think he's weak. I don't think he's weak at all in eliminations. But like, if you put someone down, I'm like, things just happen. Yeah, because the last two times he's been in a physical elimination, his back went out on him against Jay, and the thing just kind of fell apart. And then the other one people forget about is in War of the Worlds 1, he lost the three-way elimination that was a physical yeah. elimination. So, oh, like, we haven't, we haven't really seen him perform one-on-one physically in a long time. So, even though he hasn't, do you still I, mean, I still don't want to go. I don't want to see him down there if I'm on the I show. Him, but I don't think he's like it's like an insurmountable task too. Like if he goes down twice, do you think he's coming out of both? Depends on what it, it is. Depends on what it, on what it is. Well, let's just say at least CT goes into elimination these next two weeks. Do you think he's coming out of that? Like, that's the thing. If that honestly makes it like even less sense to me, why he would want emmy to be his partner as opposed to like some hypothetical and burn did right because like if he thinks that he's in danger of going into start, starting to have to go into eliminations here i would much rather have burn like is my partner than i would emmy like wouldn't the you- only 
Like, what do you... I'm just telling you, we just aren't there. It seems like Burnham was burning bridges like crazy. Uh, Yeah, and I think that's what it was. I really think that has to be what it was. And Emily seems like, I mean, Emily, like, signs her name in Sriracha to join the Veterans Alliance. Like, it's just (laughs) two two completely different sides of the paradigm. I mean, the only other thing that we're really not seeing is maybe his alliance with Devin and Kyle is much better than we think it is. That's the only other thing I can think of. I just can't see that happening. I really can't. Because Devin knows he can't win. Devin knows he can't do that. I don't even think Kyle wants that. Does Kyle want to go to the MSC? He just screwed him over all the time last season. I don't think he's <laughs> deluding himself into thinking how many times, he would win. How many but again, times these people aren't that smart at times. Three years. Like, because remember, in World of Worlds 2, CT throws him in that, um, and that's how Kyle goes home. Dude, yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, I, so I, I, can't, I can't buy that, that that's going to be some really locked-in group. Well, from the trailer we saw at the end of this episode, it sounds like Devin is very much on the bandwagon of we've got to get rid of some of these heavy hitters now that the truce is over. I mean, there's no way this thing and who hangs even off. is that? Say what? Your wife? Who even is that, that the quote-unquote heavy hitters? I, you've got to say it's C.T. Nelson and Corey at this point if you're Devin. I, it's not Nelson and Corey. I'm sorry. Like I love Nelson, but there's no way there's no way the public perception of Nelson is that he's. But here's the thing, okay? If you're Devin, you have to think about this from Devin's perspective. If I'm Devin, Nelson almost won the invasion final. Okay, let's say that it's Nelson, Devin, and Josh. Devin's really competing against Nelson there. I mean, maybe Josh is better than we think he is. But if you're Devin. You don't want to see Corey, Nelson, and CT in that final. The other men that are left, you would rather fine do it. seeing them compared to anybody else. I think, I think if you see them, if you, the thing is too, if he see if the final is let's say Josh, Nelson, and Corey, and the final is puzzles heavy, Devin's in a great spot. None of those guys can like put their uh, two blocks together. But you still got to be able to run from point A to point B. So yeah, and like, Devin's going to be the slowest. I don't think Devin's really in much of a worse endurance. Like I, I think he'd be fine. So I I don't know I. Thinking about it more, I think it really might be Corey next week because remember that they planted the season uh, or the seed earlier in the season when Devin talked about how he's so tired of Corey being around and he's tired of like the narrative of, of like Corey and his kid. That could be like kind of uh, just a, yeah, I could see that just the editor's nugget and yeah, of what happens there. Mm-hmm. I could see, I, I I could see Corey being more on the outside. I don't think I think he and Nelson are going to be fine. I mean, hell, I remember too, Corey, Corey was very much like. Remember when he went in against Devin? When he Devin went in against Darrell last year, Corey was very much pulling for Darrell, which I was kind of surprised by. Uh, but maybe there's just more of a fracture there from when Corey slam dunked Tony's head into the ground and got Devin and him sent home. All right, let's let's play the supposing game for just a minute because I think this is an interesting wrench we could also throw into this. How vindictive in the past has Ashley been an irrational decision she has made? Who's to say? Who, who's to where? say? I don't think she's been vindictive at all. Okay. I, I will tend to disagree with you because she can be very emotional oh, and emotional decisions. Um, gosh, maybe. Like she, like, I, I really don't think she is. Cause so she has, she runs, goes to the end of the, in the final, final reckoning and Karen Carr on horrible terms. Mm-hmm. Carr boats her in the first episode of the next season. And then world of the worlds too. They're like locked in alliance together. Okay. I, the only reason I'm thinking is, is she might be so pissed off at Priscilla that she rounds up the votes to throw in Priscilla and Josh. I, I, I can kind of see that happening. It's because she, she is really upset with her. I don't think yeah. that would be more her of her being vindictive of I just think, like trying to set a hard line with the rest of these rookies that if they upset the veterans' plans, they're going to have the target on them. Yeah, think, and so you I very well Josh could is, have a matchup where it's 
Priscilla and Josh against Corey and Bettina. I think Priscilla is, or I think I think Josh is too well aligned to go with to be voted. Yeah, it'd be hard to see that happen. To Josh. I could. I mean, I if they're going to blow up the Vet Alliance anyway, how close is Ashley to Josh? If Ashley happens to win the daily, would I she think Josh not- is in a better position than Ashley, to be honest. Like, I think if those two go, go heads, like, I think Ashley's in just as much chance of getting thrown in as Corey. I think I'd be most worried for CT, Ashley, and Corey going into next week. Huh. I think Ashley is fair because, like, I mean, I don't know. It seems like she's aligned with Amanda. And Nani. I, don't know. I really think it's going to be Corey. I think that's going to be what's going to happen. I would put my like, like her and Nelson, like they they split up after their friends with benefits uh, tenure. Like that, that, that could that could be a problem. Yeah, but she's still with Amanda. Yeah, and Amanda. Amanda's connected with everyone. It seems like. Uh, I mean, think it's anything about Corey and Nelson. Though. I mean, Amanda probably will be a bit more forceful in her sway than Nelson would be. Yeah. I, 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 I just, again, like, I think CT is just such the obvious pick. Maybe it's not next week, but I can't see him going to these next couple months. That would just be crazy. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I, I hate no, to the, be, like, that definitive about it, but it, it really is. Like, I think at this point, we just have to see. I think what move is made next week will drive a lot of where this starts to smoke. Is there any way that the, there could be another rookie-rookie team created from here? There definitely is, right? There oh, is oh. a Totally yeah. a way it could happen. Um, the rookies just, I mean, it has to be a situation where I, a vet stills a vet partner forcing yeah. two rookies. The, the vets would have to coordinate if they win, who they pick, and it could happen, yes. Because like even it could have even happened tonight, right? If yeah. Jeremiah would have taken someone from a veteran-veteran pair, too. Right, into mm-hmm. veteran veterans oh. were taken. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't no, it? I think that would have just been there's another veteran pair, but there's I no think Priscilla's pair, move right? made that impossible at that point. Yeah. Because she made it so a veteran was loose, and then if he, the only thing would have been if he took a rookie, like unless if that happened, which like I don't think they're that dumb. No. The only way it could have happened yeah, is if right. somehow if Jeremiah took Casey and then uh, Priscilla took another male that was connected to a female rookie and then it would have played together that way. So that's the only way it would have happened is if she took or took uh, if Jeremiah took Casey. We haven't talked about this yet. So what do we think about the choices by Jeremiah and Priscilla? What do we think of Priscilla's choice? Do we think I think Josh is a good pick because he does seem so her options in that situation would have been Josh, Devin, and Kyle, right? Yep. I think any of the three are fine. Um I guess it would have been a little bit Devin over Josh, but I think it's kind of like as long as they're, they're both very connected. Yeah, I think all, all three of them are connected. All three are good choices. I don't think she could, yeah. she could have gone wrong. Yeah. So what do we think about Jeremiah picking Tori then? How, how connected do we think Tori is? We haven't really brought her name up at all for who could go in next week. But I don't – with Anissa gone – like, I, I think Jeremiah. She... I think Jeremiah realizes his best chance to not get thrown in elimination moving forward is to win daily missions. So yeah. his best bet is to pick who he thinks is the strongest female for daily missions. That's because it's play. between him and Emmanuel too. For several rookie guys, going to be picked. Yeah. So Tori like, if... I think Tori is definitely live to go in. I think that's a good observation. Yeah. Um, because her biggest connection is no longer in the game. Um, who else? And after is- that, like she's friends with Devin, but they've also been a like Devin had, certainly hasn't hesitated to kick her under the bus before. He's not going to stick her his neck out. For no, her. I can't. I can't see that. They're at all. friends, but their friendship only goes so far. 
Yeah. Uh, like, I, like, her and Nani, like, worked together, but that was only back in World of Worlds 2. They really haven't been that aligned since then. That no. would seem, really seem like more of a matter of circumstance than anything. I mean, quite frankly, I think Tori's biggest ally at this point is probably Josh and Ashley. That's probably who she's closest with. I don't with even know if moment. she's that good with Ashley. She and Ashley have been pretty opposed, pretty, like, not, like they haven't been. I mean, her biggest ally right now is probably Emmanuel, to be honest. I don't think he's given her much leeway, though. But he has almost no pull. I mean, he's got Casey yeah. as his partner, but aside from that, he ain't making any moves. Yeah, I, I think she could. And I, I've been very. Like favorable for odds so far, and I still would be, but I, I think she could be live to go in pretty soon too. Yeah, I think Tori. people overrate Tori's yeah. significance in this game, like in every season so far. You know, she had a great showing on Dirty Thirty, mm. but since then, I mean, she's never even really sniffed a final other than World of Worlds two where she made it. But aside from that, she's not been like this political giant or making no, the right move. Definitely not that. She's I just made think she has really... a specific skill set that leads to like I think she's as good like just physically like strength. I think she's maybe the strongest girl in the house. Who would yeah. you say? And she's also like a pretty good natural athlete. Like, and I also think she's been actually pretty decent in finals that she's been mm-hmm. in. You think she's she, like, you think that she's the best physical competitor of the girls in the house? There was a hallway between all the girls in the house. I'd pick her to win all of them. I'm just talking about overall competitor. Like, overall competitor, who do you think is the best in the house for the girls? No, no, I, I think Casey's a better overall physical competitor. Really? I was just thinking physical Casey. Okay. No, we're on the same page. I was thinking in terms of just, like, a, like a, a strength headbanger yeah. elimination. I think she beats all the girls. I don't know, Casey, Casey played football, though. And, like, how much bigger is... Like, I don't even really know who's bigger. Like, like Tori seems like Tori's she's bigger, bigger, but, like... Like, I would be because, like, I remember we looked into this and, like, Casey was, like, a lot taller than we thought she was. Yeah. No, she is taller than I give her, but she's, I think she's just thinner. Yeah. I mean, I always, I think the more I see of Casey, the more I am classifying her as a female bananas without the scheming. Like, she's not, like, awesome at any one thing, but she's not terrible at any one thing either. I don't know. I think, dude, I, she's really set up good here. She's got a lot of good relationships, um, especially now that the Big Brother Alliance has come back together with Josh yeah. and Ruby. Not and Nani she's got Nani. Like, yeah, and like Nani's connected with the rest of the women. And um, you know, Nani's connected with her partner too. Like her partner Lo- Logan. We've not heard three words from that dude this whole season. Well, yeah, he's only had one confession. And he's not, we didn't even talk about him. He's another rookie guy who could go in. I completely forgot about. You him. know what? I keep forgetting he's there <laughs> because he gets too. no airtime. Like he gets almost Man, nothing. It really is crazy. Like this episode, all of a sudden Priscilla and Jeremiah are getting airtime. It's like, oh, what's going to happen at the end of this one? Yeah, because Logan hasn't even gone in yet either, has he? No, he went in and beat Goblin. He went in. Okay, so like. I, I mean that that's a wild card that I didn't even consider. Ooh, wow. Man, if if Priscilla chooses a different partner, Jeremiah could have chosen Casey or Nani and made a rookie rookie pair. So there's still there's still some options yeah, for an all rookie elim. They're not that dumb, right? Well, Priscilla is not that dumb. Well, it no, also helped that Tori and Ashley Pris- told her. Like, <laughs> it really is. We need to, I was thinking about getting a Drew Locke poster to put on the wall behind me while we did shows. <laughs> we might have to switch to a Priscilla one now, at least for these next couple of weeks. I will Maybe. I will laugh my balls off, Rob, if you show up in a Drew Locke jersey one week. If I send you a Drew Locke jersey, Devin, would you wear it? You could probably get it on eBay for like three bucks right no, now. We'd, so we'd burn it live on the podcast. <laughs> I would get dude, I wanted to get you that Drew Locke Missouri jersey. Here, I'm actually curious. We're off the rails. I'm going to see how much is a Drew Lock jersey uh, dude, on eBay. Dude, you can get one on offer up for I bet like twenty bucks. If if, if, was, if all the if all the girls in the house ran a final right now, who do you think would win? 
That's a good question. Uh, I think Ashley, Amanda, Casey, those are the contenders. Not Tori? No. <laughs> I take Tori. I can hook Listen, you up with a Drew Lock jersey for 25 bucks. She's been pretty good running in finals before. She seems like she's not in as good of like like endurance shape this season. I, I, don't, I don't I don't think so. I, you agree with me? No, I don't think so. Like I, I think that she I think she'd be fine. Dude, like have you just seen what she looks like physically? She doesn't seem like she's in is in good of endurance shape. I, I'm I'm not comfortable projecting that. Like I just don't. I think that you're just really like hypothesizing versus the results we've had so far. No, dude, that's yeah. insane. Like she, I, I think I just don't think that she's shown anything to be below that tier. Like she's not as good in puzzles as, as the rest of them. Uh, that's, that's her big hole. That, that is. Like, I, I just think all around, like th- those those two different components, the two main components of the finals. Like I don't think she's as good as the rest of that group. Yeah, her in puzzles is weird. I, I may, maybe should I just that uh, kills her. I, I just actually been pretty impressed with her in finals before. And I think in terms of like carrying stuff and moving it around, which is a pretty, which is also a decent part of some finals. I think she's better than all the rest of them at that. Maybe it's just the puzzles killer. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to start moving into power rankings? Yeah, we, we, we can have, do that real quick. Well, hold on. Let's do this real quick. Let's do some quick math. So we have six more pairs that we would need to trim down to before a final for us to leave our, ourselves with four pairs, right? Okay. Six more pairs. How many episodes do we have left? So we have nine uh, minus. You have 19, 19 minus. So we eight. have 10. 10 minus uh, two for the finals. So we have eight. Yeah. What are they going to do for those two weeks? Probably individual eliminations. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, they, they could they could do. Um, they could stretch two episodes. And they do could do. They could do three, six in the final. I really haven't done that in a while, but they could always go back to that. So I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I, I would be in favor of that. I think. Um, there's that. They could just chalk on individuals. We could have you know some more cliffhangers. I know Devin's favorite option. I think you're going to get more cliffhangers, personally. I, I think, think that's definitely Who enjoys cliffhangers? Like, no one enjoys cliffhangers. The producers, so they can get more episodes <laughs> out of this season. Yeah, the people that get paid for it. Yeah, people get more commercials. That's really what it is. All right, let's see power rankings. Okay. Uh, where are we? Oh, we didn't even bring up Amber B for who to run a final two, Devin. I know she can't do puzzles, but no, she definitely seems like she point. can run. Yeah, that's a really good point. And uh, I think uh, like we just don't like she's just probably not going to get there because of her circumstances. But she seems like she's gotten. I I have a feeling too. if there is a woman that's going to get thrown in repeatedly, it's going to be Amber B. Like I would, Rob, I would put her it under that tier, but I would probably put her in line with Corey. Um, okay. To be honest, like I think she's probably like in, right there. Because we've why why do you have Amanda so locked in there? It's funny. I feel like you and I have almost flipped on Amanda since the start of the season. Uh, locked in for her to make it or for her to propose? Oh, just that she's with Ashley and Casey at the top of that group. Like, just like puzzle ability. Isn't she really good at puzzles? She she is very good at puzzles. I think she's probably best of all the girls. Maybe best of everybody in the house at puzzles. I mean, we didn't um, talk about it, but uh, Ashley crushed at this episode in the puzzle. In the middle. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. Because they were in last place. Her and Josh were yeah, in last no, place. Josh, Josh was very incompetent on this, the water part of this mission. Like she was like the self-proclaimed puzzle master uh, after they won, wasn't she? Uh, she'd had that title previously, but she, I think this allowed her to retain it. But that's what I mean. So like those, I would say that those two are like elite, right? Um, and they're like yeah. good enough when it comes to endurance that I think 
I think that they would have to be the favorite. I would almost put Casey. I think that honestly may be what it is. Those two, I think, would be the favorite. And then, mm-hmm. like, Casey, Tori, and Amber B would be a cheer below. Okay. I, I can buy that a little bit more, that those would be the top two. I mean, Amanda, we just haven't seen her have to run that long of a distance before. Actually, we she wasn't in the final in Final Reckoning. Was, weren't there any things in Final Reckoning where they had to go? No, it was Final Reckoning. What am I thinking? They didn't, really, they, they, never, they, didn't, they didn't even have a mini final final we, reckoning, really. We've never seen her have to do anything like long distance. Well, that's what I'm, like the closest no, because she didn't do that elimination. Um I really know. Like uh like, let's see. In World of the Worlds one, she has like the tires or anything where she's paired with Josh is terrible. Like I so there really isn't. Like I I I'd love to go back and look at it, but I'm trying to think through my head now of where it could be from. But I don't think she hasn't had to run that much. All right, Trace, you're up. All right, I don't know that mine's changing from last week, but I mean, as I see it right now, I'm going to go CT Nelson. Gosh, I'm going to say CT Nelson Devin. And then for the women, I'm still pretty locked in on Amanda Ashley Casey at this point. And then overall... Amanda CT Nelson. Uh, I mean, Amanda Nelson CT. Yeah, no, Amanda no, no, CT Nelson. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, I know we haven't really discussed this a Hold whole on. lot. Amanda CT Nelson is what he okay. said. Amanda CT Nelson. It's so bizarre to me because, like, I I don't think we've seen this in a couple seasons like it feels like amanda's untouchable right now like there's just yeah. not even a whisper that this girl is gonna go in like well, i haven't seen me whisper any of these vets are gonna go but of like of the people unless she just has one of those epic meltdown nights where she just loses her mind and everybody gets pissed off i mean i just don't she seems of the women the most connected I mean, she's, she's usually pretty good about getting in a good uh, political position. We have we have seen whispers though, so that's not necessarily true. We, we and it's funny because the people that we hear whispers about, we almost don't consider them veterans, right? Like uh, Amber, Amber B. B. and Big yeah. T, right? Yeah. And now Corey yeah. from the preview. Uh, but I mean, I mean, look, that's just a preview. That could have been anything. I mean, I and at I'm this fine. point, I, I think it's going to be. If we had to bet, I think it's one of the three that we brought up. Right? It's going to be Corey. It's going to be Tori. Or it's going to be Ashley. I think. I think mm, not CT. I don't think. I don't think. I don't see it. I would, I would like bet money on it. Like what? Like what could we work out here? Like you think he's going to win? I don't. I don't think he's a fifty percent. And I, but I would think he's. Uh, would you give me like what one to seven odds that he goes? Uh, what's the implied probability on that? That's, That's one really divided high. by eight. So that means there's a twelve percent chance that he goes in. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, Rob, that's only like slightly. Why would you do that? That's only like slightly better than like even chance. Well, I, I, mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just guessing things right now. All right. I mean, yeah, if you want to do it. <laughs> so you think, if you're that, if you, I mean, if you really think CT's going in next week, man, I'll take that bet. No, like Rob, you don't want to do that. Well, I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking through things out loud here. I'll have to. Just, <laughs> That's terrible. Well, 
<laughs> run the numbers off air, and then we'll get to. I don't know. You always get mad at me for the other odds I put out. Oh, I'm just saying, like I'm sticking up for you here. This isn't a well, government. You you put out the odds, then Devin. Devin's like, do you just want to hand me money? Like, is that really what you want to do there's, here? There's still a lot of people left. You know what I mean? No, I know. All right, let's just let's let's get through these real quick. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, we're right, gonna so, end up, fin- we're gonna end up finishing the same time that we normally do, and we started like way earlier. Yeah, I know. Well, I had 25 minutes of technical issues instead of Rob for a change, so, you know. Uh, So, I'll go Nelson, Devin, and Emmanuel for the guys. I'll go Tori, Nani, Casey for the women. I feel a little bit better about, like, I think Amber B, I would have a little bit better than I would have before. And then, I think I'm back. It's funny I'm the lowest on Amanda. Say the the women again. Tori, Nani, Casey. Then, I'll go uh, Nelson, Tori, Nani. What's the logic behind Tori? I don't get it. Like, I just think from what we've seen so far, I'd have her in the best. I'm not in the best political position. I have her in the best spot to win. Uh, maybe I just think she's better in the finals than you guys. You just think. So you're saying from like the edits that we've seen, you think you think that's most of it. Yeah. Okay. No, I and I think that's perfectly reasonable. Uh, yeah. You said that, but like if he, if we were just going off of like position in the house, no. But if you're saying that, no, you think, I don't even think she's in a great social position. Right? Yeah. I think she no, could be I think in a couple of times. No, I think that's totally fine. Um, and then overall, who did you have? I had Nelson, Tori, Nani. All right. I'm going to go. For the women, I'm going to go. I'm going to just keep it the same. Amanda, Tori, Casey. For the men. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it exactly the same. Man, I'm gonna go. Nelson, Devin, Kyle, um, and then overall, I'm gonna go. Amanda, Tori, Nelson. Um, all right. Rob. Me. Yep. Oh, the fan. You want fantasy stats real quick? Uh, I'm really in the process of updating these trays. For those of you listening, before we got on, I was like, hey, we haven't updated people on who's uh, of the three of us from our draft, how we're doing in fantasy. And so I thought these numbers were going to be ready. So well, we're on a lot of different types of fantasy content real quick. I, I'll roll through these real quick. Rob, so the top, what's, what's that? Rob's like the uh, student in school who just got like called on by the teacher. And- yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I thought with the technical difficulties, he would have scratched this for next week. So we've got the overall like leader, Spessy's like got the most points by far of any guy, of anybody in the house. Then Josh, Huey, and Tori. I don't have exact numbers traced because I'm literally in the process of uploading them right now. So sure. the system has them. I mean, where were we as of last week? Do you know? Hmm? Um, I didn't have ours put in for our team yet. But okay, um, let's just we're all we'll, pro. We'll do this next time. Yeah, we'll yeah. get it next time. All right. Um. So obviously, thank you for everyone for all the new patrons that we had signed up. We had a we mentioned it at the top of the show. Um. But we had a bunch join after we sent out all those previews. So thank you for joining. Um, what else do we have to say? Uh, you can still get your shirt off my back shirt at BigDubDiesel.com along with the rest of our merch. Uh, thanks for the people that have bought. It's appreciated. We don't get a whole lot from those, but it's just fun to see those get bought and see them circulating. So thanks a lot to those of you that have bought. If we get five 
Apple Podcast, five five star Apple Podcast reviews with comments between now and the next uh, recap episode. Rob will sing "America the Beautiful" live. Uh, <laughs> um, I am not adhering to any. Pandemic uh, can make his own promises if he chooses to. So if we get five, you get to hear it. Um, I don't know if that's an incentive or a disincentive, but please. That might uh, make people not do it, but who knows? Yeah, we would we would greatly appreciate those. That helps people find the show and. You know, just keeps everything going in the right direction. So thank you for listening. If you're a patron, we'll talk to you again later this week. Uh, if you're not a patron, we'll talk to you again same time next oh, week. Oh, hey, if you're not a patron yet and you are on the fence, uh, we recently did episode one and two of The Ruins is the Chronicle. And this Sunday, we're doing episodes three and four. So if you are really all about The Ruins and you're on the fence about being a patron, this is a good time to join. Indeed. Check in on The Ruins. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good week.